Julian was now the big boss at a Fortune 500 company. Today was his first day, and he was convinced he was prepared for anything the universe threw at him. He was wrong. When a studly Guy Friday shows up at his door asking, What can I do for you this morning? His plans instantly changed. This sexy, unabashedly flirtatious young man just threw a curveball into Julian's morning schedule. Now, his first power meeting of the day would take place in the executive washroom with his hot new male secretary. It looks like Brandon's going to be holding more than Julian's calls in today's story. Hey everyone, it's me, Casey, your host for Steamy Stories, the podcast where bromance turns... homosexual. Before I get into our story, I have some big news for you. Steamy Stories Podcast has just released its fourth book in the series titled... Steam Room Confidential. Yep, I've been lovingly collecting all the stories and put them into a series of novellas for you to enjoy. Just go to Amazon or our website, steamystoriespodcast.com, and you'll find all the Steam Room Confidential books. Each story is hotter than the last. I promise. You can thank me later. Now, Join me as I press the elevator button and head up to the top floor. We're on our way to the exclusive executive suite in this month's episode titled Guy Friday. The flick of a switch enabled the lights in the large penthouse to come alive. The bright luminescence of the ceiling LED fixtures now revealed Julian Ellison in all his glory. Julian was evidently a high roller. His power suit, fancy watch, and polished shoes instantly revealed to the world that he was a man not to be trifled with. He was young and impressive in appearance. His rich, dark skin and even darker hair made him strikingly handsome. Julian was a man who pushed himself to excess in everything he did. From his morning gym routine to his high-stake negotiations in the boardroom, he gave everything 110%. He was the first to arrive at the office. The vast industrial space was intimidating. A sea of desks lay before him, computer monitors, office chairs, and cubicles were precisely patterned as far as the eye could see. Outside his office door was a modest desk with various personal items. This must be my assistant space. Hmm. I'm eager to see who will be working so closely with me. He thought, as he helped himself to his new large corner office and closed the door. Julian smiled, surmising that everyone in the building was jealous of this office. He opened the small box of personal items he had brought to make the space cozy. The first item to be unpacked was a small plant. 
Something alive and green helps make a sterile space inviting. Then, a framed photo of his family. Best to always keep your loved ones nearby. Then, finally, he removed a trophy from when he was the college regatta champion from the box. Julian knew displaying an award for a past accomplishment was a bit brash, but there was a strategy behind it. Often, workers are intimidated when meeting the boss for the first time. He finds that a personal item revealing a bit about the past is a helpful conversation starter, and icebreaker when necessary. A presence soon disturbed the deafening silence in the cavernous office space. What was just a distant, faint hum from the copy machines now gave way to the stirring of a co-worker entering the area. Julian continued setting up his space and familiarizing himself with his surroundings. The sounds coming from the entrance of the staff did not bother him. The noises from the person arriving in the space grew louder. It wasn't a minute later that a rapid knock was present outside his door. Come in, Julian replied as kindly as he could. The door swung open quickly to reveal a fresh-faced, enthusiastic young man. Although the two men were similar in age, they couldn't appear more different. Whereas Julian was intense, deliberate, and sophisticated, Brandon was soft-spoken, awkward, and casual. Brandon's fair, freckled skin and light brown hair sharply contrasted Julian's flawless mahogany complexion and deliberate, strong features. Brandon looked like he had stepped off a surfboard and into an inexpensive suit, compared to Julian, who looked like he casually strolled out of the display window at Brooks Brothers' men's shop. Brandon held up two Starbucks coffees, both labeled with his name on them. He eagerly explained to his new boss, I was afraid you'd beat me into the office today, and I wouldn't have time to brew a fresh pot of coffee for you, so I stopped at Starbucks to pick you up one just in case. That is, if you drink coffee. If you'd prefer tea, I'll happily get that for you, too. Julian sat for a second with a confused, blank look on his face as he tried to make sense of what this young man was so rapidly talking about. Brandon realized that his new boss did not know who he was. With an awkward giggle, he then introduced himself. Oh, oops, sorry. I'm Brandon, your new assistant. It's nice to meet you. Do you take cream and sugar? Brandon put the coffee on Julian's desk in front of him and reached into his pockets to pull out several packets of sugar and small containers of cream. Uh, the cream's warm now, since it was in my pockets, but it's better that way. It doesn't cool down the coffee. Julian couldn't help but find Brandon adorable, in a quirky, innocent way. He couldn't help but smile as Brandon fumbled with the stirrers as he attempted to place one in his coffee. Nice to meet you, Brandon. Very kind of you to bring me a coffee. It's just the way I like it. Now, sit, please. Join me as you drink your coffee. We should get to know each other better. 
Brandon hadn't expected his new boss to be... Oh, such a stud. Was it Julian's tight dress shirts that showed off his square chest and bulging biceps? Or his snug slacks that revealed his spectacularly shaped, muscular ass? I really should get my desk ready for a busy day. I've got lots to do in order to get you situated, Brandon noted. Julian dismissed what Brandon said as he casually leaned back in his chair and smiled. Since you work for me, the only thing you need to do now is to relax and enjoy a coffee with me. Brandon complied by sitting in the chair in front of his boss. He tried not to look anxious or flustered, but the way he was nervously stirring his coffee gave away the butterflies multiplying in his stomach. Brandon tried to make small talk by casually noticing the trophy on the desk in front of him. I see you were on your college rowing team. Me too. How cool is that? Julian confidently smiled. He knew his trophy was doing its job by inviting an off-the-cuff conversation. Yep. First place three years in a row. I know I'm bragging, but I can't help it. I'm very proud of that accomplishment. The other teams we were up against were amazing. How we beat them was quite an accomplishment. Brandon signaled that he'd like to take a closer look at the trophy, and Julian nodded. It was perfectly okay to pick it up and examine it. Brandon chuckled as he continued, I think I rode on one of those teams you're talking about. Uh, I was on the Strathmore team in 2020. Julian smiled. Get out of here. Really? I remember that team. You gave us a fight, all right. I'm impressed I've got a fellow crew person working here. What position were you? Brandon proudly replied, Coxwain, and you? Julian suddenly had a lot more respect for the man across from his desk, as he replied, Same here. Brandon couldn't help but ask, You're a big guy for a cox. You're all muscle and height. What are you, pushing six foot three? Julian liked this dude more by the second. Yup. I'm 6'3", and thanks for noticing that I keep up with my physical routine. I guess all the guys in the boat were my size. I didn't seem any bigger than any of my other crew members. <laughs> in fact, I was considered the runt of the group. Brandon didn't realize just how comfortable he had gotten with Julian when he absentmindedly blurted out, If you were the run of the team, then that's a locker room I wouldn't have minded showering in. Julian sipped his coffee just as Brandon made his declaration. His immediate response was to laugh, causing him to spill his coffee onto his shirt. It appalled Brandon to see that he had caused his new boss to stain his crisp white shirt. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What was I thinking? I, I, I don't know why I said that. that. What a crazy thing to just blurt out. Julian assured Brandon it was fine. No, it's not, Brandon insisted. Uh, 
Look at you. We've got to get you a new shirt immediately. You can't start your day here with coffee all over you. Julian agreed. Something needed to be done about the shirt before anyone else arrived. Julian immediately removed his tie and unbuttoned his shirt, and with a quick, sweeping motion, he was standing there bare-chested. Brandon gasped. Dude, I knew you were built, but wow, you are seriously ripped. Julian blushed at the compliment. Thank you. I'm glad you approve of what you see. Now, let's get this shirt to the men's room where we can run it under some water before the stain sets in. Brandon conceded to act quickly, but not before remarking on the tattoo on Julian's right pectoral muscle. The artwork was a compass with two crossed oars. Sweet ink. I've got a similar one on my arm. Only it says, by Sweptual. Julian knew the double meaning of that term, and wasted no time in responding. Let's see it, he requested. Brandon bashfully replied, Oh, I can't roll my sleeves up that high. I'll have to take my shirt off to show you. <laughs> Julian didn't seem to mind. I've got my shirt off. It's only fair you take off yours. It surprised Brandon that his new boss asked him to disrobe in the office, but Brandon knew it was best to comply with his wishes, so he slowly removed his shirt. He knew that since Julian was a fellow crew person, he was aware of the meaning behind the term by Sweptual. A rower that could sweep oar on both port and starboard. Nice tattoo. Julian complimented the design. I must admit, it looks good on your large, impressively formed bicep muscle. It was now clear that Julian was flirting with him. Brandon instantly wondered, Is it okay for me to be turned on by my boss? As the two men stood shirtless in the office, the sexual tension was palpable. Julian broke the tension by looking down and noting, Oh no, it looks like I've got coffee on my slacks as well. Brandon semi-innocently said, oh, Take them off. We need to rinse those off too. Julian agreed it was best to wash them, so the two men headed to the executive washroom to attend to the stains. Once inside and near the sink, Julian slipped off his pants and proposed, Why don't you scrub the shirt? I'll work on the slacks. As Julian attended to the garments in the sink, Brandon couldn't help but steal a few glances in the mirror when Julian was preoccupied with a hand dryer. Snug-fitted undies, a ripped body, and a hairy chest are just... Too much for me to handle today. How will I ever get any work done with a boss as hot as this? Brandon wondered. I can see you checking me out in the mirror. Julian chided. Don't worry. It's cool. Because I'm checking you out too. Oh man, I could just die! 
was Brandon's first reaction to Julian's statement. But then he quickly realized that his boss had just admitted to checking him out. Is this going where I think it's going? Is this a good idea? Brandon wasn't sure what the best way to handle the situation was. Oh, uh, I should just confront it head on. What's the worst that could happen if I make a move on my boss? He could fire me. Uh, fuck. It's worth it for 15 minutes alone in the stall with this stud. Brandon was resolved in his decision on how to proceed, as he simply cleared his throat and said, Hell yeah, I'm checking you out. You're crazy sexy, man. How can you blame me for checking out your fine body? Julian was quick to reply. I don't blame you at all. Now that I know, maybe we should do something about it. That is, before anyone else shows up at the office. Julian wasted no time in scooping Brandon up in his arms. Are you sure about this? This is against office policy. Brandon flirtatiously replied, Don't you make the office policy here? Julian mischievously answered, True, I do. Julian was quick to unbutton Brandon's shirt and wrap his arms around his bare midsection as he kissed him softly. Brandon unfastened his belt and pulled it through the loops, tossing it onto the floor. Julian smiled at the sight of Brandon standing in the center of the restroom with his pants around his ankles. Can I help you take off those shoes? He asked, seconds before he effortlessly lifted Brandon and sat him on the marble countertop next to the sink. Slowly and methodically, he untied his shoes, savoring his complete disrobing. Now that the shoes and pants are gone, it's just a matter of those pesky boxers. Julian affectionately grabbed Brandon's waistband as he prepared to slide the underwear down to the floor. Hold on one minute, Brandon warned. You go first. I like to see what I'm working with before I agree to anything else. Fair enough, Julian agreed as he confidently slipped his boxer briefs down, then stoically stood still, allowing Brandon to inspect the merchandise. Wow. Just wow, Brandon exclaimed. It just keeps getting better and better. That piece of equipment is definitely not for the weak-hearted. Julian graciously accepted the compliment and queried, Well, up for the challenge? Can I help you out of those boxers now? Brandon nodded an emphatic yes as he lifted himself by his hands so that Julian could slip off the last shred of clothing that remained. Julian was now fully turned on, which was evident to both men. Looks like I just got a raise from my boss, Brandon joked. You certainly did, Julian replied, as he took Brandon in his arms 
and effortlessly carried him into the nearby stall to finish what they had started. The two men remained in the large executive washroom for the better part of an hour. I'm sure my clothes are dry now, but my body is soaking wet, Brandon teased as he playfully blew off a drop of sweat that had just made its way off his brow and onto the tip of his nose. That was amazing. If every day starts like this, I'm really gonna love this job. Julian gave an appreciative smile as he reminded them where they were and that it was time to get dressed and return to work. The two men attempted to freshen up as best as they could in the sink and get dressed as neatly as possible before returning to their desks. Once back in their clothes, they adjusted the other's ties and kissed once more. What was that for? Brandon asked, surprised. For bringing me the coffee this morning. That was very thoughtful, Julian said. Brandon joked in return. If that's what I get you for bringing a coffee, tomorrow I'll bring you a pastry. Julian held the door open so they could exit the washroom and make their way towards their desk. Is there anything else I can get for you, boss? Brandon asked as he settled into his workspace. No, thank you. I'm all set for now. Julian answered as he smiled knowingly, making his way to the chair behind his large oak desk. The lights flickered. On. Off. On. Then off again. Brandon sprung to attention. He knew exactly what that meant. A raspy voice called out loudly, Are you two done in there? It's getting late. And I need to clean that office and washroom. Again. Brandon replied loud enough to be heard by the stern voice who had just yelled out to him. Yes, we're all set now. We'll just collect our things and meet you downstairs in five minutes. Brandon, matter-of-factly, got up from his desk and opened the door to the office where Julian now stood. I heard him. It looks like we timed that perfectly. That was fun. Our best role-play ever. Let me pack up these items, and we'll be out of here in a minute. Julian carefully took the box he had brought with him earlier and placed the personal items he put on the desk two hours ago back into the box. First the trophy then the plant, and finally, the family picture. He glanced around the office, carefully returning it to the same condition it was when he found it. All right, let's go. You know how Carl gets when we leave him waiting. Julian and Brandon headed to the elevator. The elevator reached the lobby, and the doors opened. Carl, the janitor, was waiting for them. He had just mopped the lobby floor and finished preparing the office for the next day. Carl stated in a kind yet stern tone, I hope you two had fun tonight. I trust you didn't make too big of a mess up there for me to clean up. Brandon was the first to reply. Oh, we barely touched anything in the office. We kept our fun inside the executive washroom. Julian was quick to add, That was a great fantasy. I appreciate you letting us use these offices to play. 
Carl answered, No need to thank me. For two hundred bucks to use someone's office after hours, I should thank you. Brandon knew it was late, and they needed to get going. Carl wondered if they'd be wanting to return next week to the office for some more role-playing. Julian turned to Carl to explain, We're not going to be back here next week, because my buddy Mario owns a pizzeria and said we could use it next Monday night after hours. Carl laughed. Oh, oh, I get it. The naughty delivery boy. It looks like someone's going to be ordering a pizza then, eh? Julian knowingly chuckled as he winked at Brandon. Yeah, that would be me. I plan on getting the extra-large Meat Lovers special. Hold the sausage. Who loves a little role-play? You know I do. Right now, I'm pretending to be the lovelorn podcast narrator in search of a sexy, sultry co-host to help him with his show. I've left the studio door unlocked. Care to join me in my soundproof room? I promise. With these insulated walls, the neighbor won't be able to hear us as we make our own steamy stories. You're listening to Steamy Stories, written by J.C. Calciano, and narrated by me, Casey. We appreciate you listening to our podcast, watching our movies, and buying our books, especially Steam Room Confidential. All of them can be found at steamystoriespodcast.com. Your support means everything to us, so thank you. I hope you enjoyed this story as much as I did. Let's plan to see each other again next month for another steamy story. Who knows what I'll be dressed as. Later, bro.